Lions, bangles, and bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them eagles, we go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 151 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Hope everybody's having a good week. Happy Friday. Got a holiday weekend. I don't know. Maybe some of you guys have a three-day weekend. Who knows? You know what I mean? You know, hope everybody has a great weekend. Hope everybody stays safe. I really hope that the fireworks situation isn't like it was last year. Like, so I live in a little cul-de-sac. And um, it looked like World War Three. It was so much smoke, so many fireworks. And then you thought you would think it would be over after the 4th. No, 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 no. No, no, no. They were letting fireworks go through September. But maybe that was just because we was in quarantine and for so long and everybody didn't know how to act last year. So maybe maybe they won't be, um, the fireworks won't be as extended as they were last year, this year. Hopefully, man, because I, I can't deal with that again. I can't deal with that. I feel bad for the dogs out there. I can't. Cannot. But, uh, yeah, man, happy Friday. First episode of the month, July 2nd, 2021. That means we are exactly one month away from the boy's 23rd birthday. All right. Okay. It's on the way. It's on the way. Um. So, yeah, man, we got a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah, new month, new money, new opportunity, new blessings. I hope everybody, you know, attains something that they haven't attained yet. Here in 2021, I hope everybody's still working towards their goals. We're seven months into this thing. The year is flying by. You still got time to make 2021 yours. Don't ever don't ever think it's over. Don't ever think, oh, it's not my year. I got to go to 2022. No, 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 no. You still got time. You still got time. Um, We got a lot to discuss today. Um, I'm glad that I didn't end up recording um, yesterday because I, I the, the NCAA ruling change the whole trajectory of the show um change inside the direction of the show so we got to talk about that um of course we're going to get into the nba playoffs we're going to recap the fights from last saturday and i want to talk about these nfl offseason lists man because i know they've been making you all mad and so you know how i've been feeling about it but i told you guys this last year man we can't we cannot give these hypothetical offseason you know top 10 top five we can't give them our energy we know what they're there for. They're there for the controversy. So we'll we'll get into that. But let's start off with this NCAA ruling. This was huge. This was big, man. I'm I'm glad this happened. So starting yesterday, uh, in, uh players, NCAA players from all three divisions, meaning D1 through D3, in all sports, not just football and basketball, but all sports, can benefit from their name, image, and likeness. That's huge. That's huge. Everybody's talking about the NCAA football game. And, you know, yeah, that's cool and all. We finally get to see their names on the back of their jerseys on the game. And we know which players are who. And it's not just number five and number four and number 16. And, and then we'll, we'll know who the players are. You know, that's cool and all. And I hope they do it right. You know, it's probably going to be, I hope it's better than Madden. But deeper than that, man, these, these kids can hire agents. They can get endorsements. Um, and it allows them to do business with boosters. It's about damn time, man. It's about damn time. It's about damn time. These these they're not just athletes, they're student athletes. These these athletes they go through a lot, you know, they're waking up every day, every morning training, um, keeping their body in shape. They're 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 doing, you know, schoolwork as well. This it's a it's a full time job being a student athlete. But being a student is a full-time job as well. Let's not, you know, act like they're both not hard. But come on, we know we know student athletes have it hard, right? We know, we know that. So it's a full-time gig for them, and it's the closest thing to being a pro at the D one uh, at the D one level. Depending on where you are, what program you're in, you, you're you're treated like a pro in a sense. So why not get paid that way? And this is huge for so many reasons. So let's start off with the present. 
so current student athletes can bring in money that they have never imagined seeing without being a pro. I think that's cool as hell. I think because you think about how how hard it is to get into the whether it's the NFL, the NBA, WNBA, um, whatever sport you're playing, how hard it is to make it at the next level, at the top level, at the upper echelon of that sport. And that's not guaranteed for anybody. It's not guaranteed. You can get hurt. Something can go wrong. Um, you know, your career may not just you may not pan out the way you wanted it to be. You may not get drafted high. You may not get drafted at all. You might not go to the NFL. Things things happen. Nothing in life is guaranteed, especially when we're talking about sports and becoming a pro athlete. So to give these student athletes the opportunity to make money now while they're in school doing what they love, playing the sport they love, and they don't have to go pro if that's not their true goal, and they don't have to make it, you know, going pro doesn't have to be their way out, have to be their number one goal, and they can stay in school, enjoy college, play the sport they love, and get paid while doing so. And get their degree and, hey, say, you know what, maybe I don't want to go pro. Maybe that's not what I want to do. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. You know, and, and, and most of them already have a big following on social media, so now they can turn that into money. They can turn it into money. Turn it into money. I think that's cool, man. That's really cool. I don't know how you can hate this. I don't know how you can spin this to make it bad. I don't know. There's there's no there's nothing bad about this. There's nothing bad about this. This is great. This is great. And you think about it. I think it's better than pay to play. You know, pay to play is meaning meaning paying the student athletes, you know, a salary or you know, having them sign contracts when they when they play sports and they're getting paid. Their, their job is to be on the field, on the court. I think this is better because I think it will be hard, especially distinguishing, you know, who gets paid what at the D1 level, D2, D3, the pay, the pay scale. How would you even determine that? That would take a long time to even determine that. So instead of pay to play, you just allow them to make outside moves based on who they are you're you're paying they're getting paid because of who they are that's that makes sense to me why not everybody can go get an agent they can get nike deals adidas gatorade powerade deals they can anything you can think of is happening right now and it's such a great thing it's such a great thing you know and, and as soon as the clock struck 12 yesterday many of them started inking deals i mean the list goes on. Let's start. I want to take a look at a couple. I thought a couple were cool. I mean, as soon as the clock struck twelve, um, Haley and ha- uh, Hannah Cavender, the twin basketball players from uh, they they play at Fresno State. They have signed. They signed a deal with Boost Mobile and Six Star Nutrition. You know, together on TikTok, they have a combined like their combined page together on TikTok. They have three point three million followers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, uh, another deal that was made was Arkansas wide receiver Trey Knox. Him and his Husky, uh, Blue, they, they got a PetSmart deal. Uh, let me go over to the uh, Twitter Twitter page. I'm getting this from. This is coming from Front Office Sports. Um, I, th- I think they have a thread. Give me one minute. All right, here we go. Here we go. It's a couple different tweets. Uh, a kid, a kid from um the Hurricanes. Hurricanes quarterback De'Aaron King signed the deal with um College Hunks hauling junk. That that got him twenty racks right there. That's twenty racks, twenty racks, man. Let's see. The University of Arkansas's NIL policy is unique in the states that student athletes not only can't use team trademarks but can't use school colors. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You know, they can put loopholes and try to make it harder for the kid. It, it's it's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. It's still going to happen. Um, And, you know, it's other things that they can do other than inking deals. Think about it. You know, it takes pressure. Like I said, it takes pressure off the kids, that, you know, leaving school. But it helps kids who don't have, you know, 
pure intentions on Gone Pro. But now you can monetize things like YouTube or Twitch. So you can have a YouTube channel and monetize while you're there. I mean, listen to this. Now NCAA athletes can monetize NIL through hosting camps, private lessons, merchandise, podcasts, commercials, memorabilia, autographs, streaming, um, paywalls like Patreon, Shopify, Etsy, small businesses, social media. They can do anything. They can do anything. 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 There's a kid, I think, what's his name? Um, Will Almer. What school is he at? I forgot what school. I think he's at Marshall. Is that Marshall? Yeah, Marshall. He's an offensive lineman for Marshall. Now he can play uh, live shows. He's a musician. He can play live shows now and get paid for it. Like, this is cool, man. This is cool. It's well-deserved. It's long overdue. And you now you look... Um, you know, like I said, man, if the NCAA won't pay to play, they might as well allow them to make money from the outside. It's about damn time. So we looked at the now and, and the upcoming future, but now let's turn to the past. Could you think about, could you imagine the amount of money that college greats could have made? Like Johnny Manziel, the Fab Five, even Zion. Like these guys could have made bank. From jersey sales, merch sales, autograph signings, of um, just, you know, public events just showing up places. Come on, man. Come on, man. Johnny Manziel was the money man. He Come on, you, you guys remember his celebration. He getting in the end zone. He scores. He does something. He, he, he's throwing up the money, the money signs, man. Shout out to the guys, man. Suits and ties yelling out, pay the guys. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on, merch, TV money, stadium revenue, all the money that these college athletes bring in, you know, they couldn't they couldn't even get a piece of the pie, not even a scratch. They couldn't even get a damn lick of the pie. They couldn't even lick the spoon of the batter that made the pie. But now here we are. I think this is a great thing. This is a great thing. And, and then I forgot to mention Reggie Bush, but let, let, let's talk about Reggie Bush. And the Trojans. If you have never watched the Trojan War, there's a 30 for 31 of USC Trojans. Pete Carroll's Trojans with um, Reggie Bush and the, and the boys that went to the, uh, the three straight championship. Go watch that, man. It's a full breakdown of what we are talking about here today. So deeper than that, it's time to do right by Reggie Bush. Reinstate his records. And give him back his damn uh, Heisman, man. A wise man once said, USC, would you please give Reggie his trophies? And I hope the NCAA pay the players like coaches. Reggie didn't cheat. He didn't use drugs. Anything of that nature. He was just a kid trying to help his family. It was wronged in the process. Think about this, man. Most of these kids at these big fancy schools, they come from nothing. Some come from the hood. Don't got a lot of money. Not necessarily a broken home, but a home without that many funds. They haven't seen anything. So when an agent or somebody, a booster or somebody that, you know, may not be shady and may have good intentions comes along and tries to help them, what are they going to do? You think they're going to say no? You know how hard it would be to say no to a house for your family and some food in your stomach, and all you got to do is play football? At the age of 20, 21, 22, 19, come on, man. No, harder was, you, you going to say no? I know I wouldn't. I know I would not. No way I'm saying no to that. No way I'm saying no to that. These kids have been preyed on, and their vulnerability and their life circumstances are their weaknesses, man. So here's what Reggie Bush had to say. Pull up his statement really quick. So I can read exactly what he had to say about the situation. Because it's it's about time, man. So here's what Reggie had to say. Over the last few months, on multiple occasions, my team and I have reached out to both the NCAA and the Heisman Trust in regard to the reinstatement of my college records and the return of my Heisman. We left multiple messages from uh, Michael Comfort the president of the Heisman Trust, but instead received a call from Rob Whelan, the executive director, who stated that Mr. Uh, Comfort 
would not be calling us back and that in any event they could not help us we reached out to the ncaa multiple on multiple occasions and received no help or got no response at all it is on my belief that i won the husband trophy solely due to my hard work and dedication on the football field and it's also my firm belief that my record should be instated i mean what the hell what the hell just because somebody put some money in his pocket I don't think that made him run faster. Just because somebody put some money in his pocket, I don't think that made him juke any harder. Just because somebody put some money in his pocket, I don't think that made him work out harder. Just because somebody put some money in his pocket, I don't think that made his muscles bigger. Just because somebody put some money in his pocket, I don't think that made him run. I don't think that made him faster. It didn't make him better than anybody else. The hard work, the dedication, the hunger, the drive, the focus that he had on the field, off the field, that's what made him better than everybody else. That's what made him one of the most electrifying running backs, if not college players in all of NCAA history. He didn't use steroids. He didn't use PEDs. He didn't use somebody's piss to pass a piss test. He didn't cheat. Give that man his trophy back. And reinstated records. We saw the tape still there. You can't erase the tape. You can't erase the tape. You can't give us the men in black. Oh, y'all didn't see this. It didn't happen. It happened. We saw it. It wasn't like somebody else was on the field doing it for him. It was Reggie Bush. Do right by him, man. You got to do right by him. You got to correct your past mistakes before we can move forward. That's the only way this all can make sense. Oh, people talking about, okay, so what? It's a, it was illegal now. I mean, so what if it's illegal then and legal now? You can't go back. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It happens all the time. Look how marijuana is legal now. Oh boy, and I'm I'm gonna save that for Monday. But you look at how marijuana convictions are being overturned and stuff. Like, this is this is how it. This is how things. Some things work, man. You got to do right by Reggie Bush, man. You can't, you can't, you can't not do right by him. If we're gonna be doing this, seriously, seriously. But yeah, man. Shout out to the the young kids, man. Getting it in right now, man. I'm happy for them. I'm glad this is happening. This is great. This is a big move. I hope everybody eats, man. I hope everybody gets paid, man. Because it's bag season. You better go get you one. You better go get you one. All right. So from the NCAA, let's move on to the NBA. So this is something that's been discussed. Um, we, we've been talking about stuff like this since the bubble about, um, you know, are we, are we going to put a, an asterisk on the NBA champions in the season? And, you know, looking at all the injuries and how things could have went different different ways if, if these players weren't on, were on the court you know initially i could see you know why people would say oh you know it's a fraudulent title and you know i i, I too have had these feelings because it's like what the hell but stan van gundy broke it down perfectly let me pull up that tweet i should have had it already pulled up i'm sorry let me go back it wasn't that long ago i'll find it in my notification because i quoted it I think more like it. Hold on. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I'm here. I'm here. I'm right here with it. Don't worry. Hold on. Hold on. We getting there. We getting there. Oh, man. Where'd it go? Oh, I think I screenshot it. I swear I screenshot it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Here we go. No asterisks. The challenges of the last two seasons may have been different from those of prior seasons, but the Lakers last year and whoever wins it this year met those challenges better than anyone else championships with no asterisks. That's facts, man. That's facts. I agree. I agree. We we can't say the champ won't really be looked at like a champ because of injuries. Then praise Paul George for carrying the load for the Clippers when Kawhi went down. I mean, which one is it? Are are the injuries hurting, ruining the playoffs or not? Come on, it's the next man mentality. It's the next man up mentality. At the end of the day, I know it's two different sports, but you look at football, 
You look at the NFL, you look at past playoffs and how, how some things went. You can look at the Eagles. Carson Wentz goes down. Nick Foles takes over and wins a Super Bowl. We don't, we don't put an asterisk next to the Eagles because they won a Super Bowl. If the Eagles lost that Super Bowl, we wouldn't put an asterisk on the Patriots win because they didn't have Carson Wentz. You look at uh, the Packers in 2016, the run-the-table season. They were banged up, didn't have – they had a damn tight end playing running back and lost an NFC title game. We don't, we, do, we don't put an asterisk on the Falcons for going to the Super Bowl and beating the, the Packers. It, it, it's, it's who you have. You roll with who you have. You roll with who you have. That is what it is. What it is. It's not a one-on-one tournament. It's a team sport. It's the next man up to mentality at the end of the day. You know, was this season hard? Absolutely. But we can't say somebody's championship doesn't count, especially when the team worked hard, when teams worked hard through the injury bug to get where they are. You know, people say the bubble didn't count, but I already told y'all that was one of the hardest hardest championships to achieve. I mean, I'll, I'll reiterate the points that I made. We talked about. Just being in a bubble in itself, being away from your home, being away from your, your own workout facilities, being away from your team's facilities, not seeing your family, not eating maybe the food that you want, not seeing the barber that you want, and not living where you want to be. Like, who the hell wants to voluntarily be in Orlando for longer than a week if you're not at Disney? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. And, and then we talk about the outside stuff that was going on. Like, we had to pause the season because of the Black Lives Matter movement. Teams were walking off the court. Things were happening in the bubble, man. Things were happening. That was one of the most probably, not only physically, physically uh, took a physical toll on the play, but a mental toll as well. You think about the meetings they had. You know, guys, get tensions were high down there, man. It, it was a hard championship to fight through. It was. It was because you, you, you can call, you know, a Disney, uh, La, La Bubble, the Bubble Boy. You can say all that all you want, man, but it don't take away from the legitimate, excuse me, of the legitimacy of that title, man. It doesn't. It doesn't. And you want to talk about injuries. When Braun got hurt in 2018, we didn't say the Western Conference playoffs were a sham because he wasn't there. When Kawhi got hurt in San Antonio, we didn't say the Warriors had a Mickey Mouse run. When Clay and KD got hurt in 19, we didn't take away from the Raptors title. Injuries happen. Injuries happen. It's a part of the game, man. I think that this, this season, it all just hit in the same playoff run, unfortunately. But we're not saying these rings don't count. That's not fair. That's not going to be fair to who wins it. It is not going to be fair to the team they beat to win it, man. These teams worked. They worked. The Suns, they worked to get to the play um, to the uh to the um the finals, man. They were the one of the top teams in the West all season long. This it didn't surprise me. It didn't surprise me. That they, they they're a great team. They're a great team. So you can't say that these rings won't count or the playoffs don't count or no, man. No. 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 Katie and the Nets still went to a game seven without Harden. And then when Kyrie went down, they still went to a game seven. That series could have been over before then. Come on, man. Come on. Jokic and the Nuggets. They made it out of the first round without Murray. Murray wasn't there for the playoffs. You didn't see them complaining. You didn't see them complaining. Look at the Heat and the Lakers. They had it the worst. Shortest offseason in history. They've banged up. They The Heat dealt with COVID. Injuries. The Lakers limped into the playoffs. You don't see me saying their season didn't count. All I'm saying is some boys need to go get some rest. That's it. That's it. I mean, listen, man, coming into this season, we knew this season in its entirety would be nasty because they packed it in to try to get the NBA back on its regular timetable for next se- for next season. They had many back-to-backs, um, etc. So the injuries, they were expected. I just think that we haven't seen a playoff have, you know, be riddled with this many injuries. But that does not mean that it don't count. That's not what that means. We're not going to say that. 
We're not going to say that. I mean, you can feel that way, and I can understand how you can feel that way. But it's not. It still doesn't take away um, from whoever's going to win the championship. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not my. Not my opinion. I think. I think if anything, it just make it makes it harder, and it shows how tough and resilient your team can be. Who can step up? Who can be? Who can do with Brooke Lopez and and Bobby Porter's did last night? Who can step up big for the team? Who can do with Paul George today? But we gonna get we gonna get to Paul George because I am tired of all this goddamn Paul George propaganda. We gonna talk about that right after this. We gonna get right into the Western Conference Finals, and then we'll get into the Eastern Conference Finals. But we 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 can't give guys credit for stepping up, and then. In the same breath, say, "Oh, it don't count." But so does it? Does the does it not count? Or are you going to give these guys credit for stepping up? Because if the if the if the uh, if the Nets come out of the out of the Milwaukee series, everybody's going to be giving KD a ring just because he did that. Like not even get he didn't even have, he didn't get to get to the finals yet. But you're going to give KD a metaphorical ring. Just for getting out of that series with all the entries. Y'all was damn near ready to give Jeff Green a purple heart. Come on, man. Come on. If the, if the Clippers come back 3-1 against the Suns without Kawhi, y'all probably would have threw a damn parade for Paul George. Probably would have threw a, pro- a parade for him. Just for that. Don't even got to win the finals. Whoever wins this Eastern Conference Finals Series. Oh, man, if the Hawks end up winning this series, y'all going to say, oh, if Giannis did it. No, 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 no. But what if the Bucks win? Y'all going to say if Trey? Come on, man. They happen. Injuries happen. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's the next man up mentality. That's just what it is. If, if If you have a good team, if you have a good basketball team, if you have a good coaching staff, losing a star, it shouldn't hinder your season. Sorry. Sorry, man. Sorry. That's just how I feel about it. Basketball is a team sport, and rings are a team accomplishment. Your stars are only as great as their supporting cast, and the 2021 playoffs have showed us that. That's nothing but facts, man. That's nothing but facts. So let's move into the Western Conference Finals, and let's talk about that. So the Western Conference Finals came to a close, and the Suns are going to the uh, NBA Finals. Congratulations to the Suns, I guess. Um, I told y'all I don't like the Suns. Man. I, I hate Chris Paul. I hate Jay Crowder. I'm not a fan of Devin Booker. I just, I just do not like the Suns. I'm sorry. I don't like this team at all. So I'm not happy that they're in the Finals. I don't like the Clippers, but I would have rather dealt with the Clippers getting there than this. I just hate the Suns. Hate the Suns. But. I didn't watch. Did I? No, I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the game, but I saw the clips and everything. I saw the highlights. I saw Pat Beverly lose his damn mind, and I, I you know, I saw how physical it got. And it looked, you know, elbows was getting thrown around, tempers were flaring. It's because the Clippers knew they were done. I want to talk about the Clippers for a minute. Let's let's start off with Paul George. They lost the series in six, right? Yeah, 4-2. There were two games that Paul George had. Great games. And blew them at the line. The one, the alley-oop game, that, that, did, couldn't even, that shouldn't even have happened. It wouldn't have happened if we would have just made two at the line. Him and DeMarcus Cousins blew, blew free throws at the line. Another game. That's two games right there. So, I'm not taking away from the fact that Paul George had um, 26.9 points, 9.6 rebounds, and 5.4 assists per game. I'm not, I'm not taking away from that. I'm not, that's not what I'm here to do. But y'all not going to sit here in my face and look me in my face and tell me 
oh, y'all need to put some respect on Paul George's name. All that slander y'all had, it wasn't more. No, (laughs) two things can be true. Two things can be true. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Two things can be true. Paul George had a great, Paul George had great games in this series. He did. He had some great, he was playing great basketball without Kawhi. He was scoring a lot. He was taking over. But that's what you're supposed to do when you're the second biggest star on the team. And the number one star is down. That's what you're supposed to do. You become the man. He doesn't have to, he didn't have a choice. Who was supposed to do it? One of the twins? Reggie Jackson had a hell of a series too. But was he supposed to become the man all of a sudden? They didn't bring Paul George there to be some second fiddle. They brought him there to be equally as effective as Kawhi Leonard. And if one can't go, he was supposed to be the one to go. Paul George had two opportunities for the series not to go this way, and he blew them both. So yes, the slander will be louder than the appreciation because what the hell am I supposed to say? Oh yeah, you know he's he he had a good series, but they still no they still lost, and he was a big part of why. So he gonna get these jokes. He's gonna get the slander. Don't don't sit here high and mighty, like we not supposed to say nothing when he have a bad game. Oh, oh, oh! It's quiet on the TL tonight after Paul George had a good. What you want me to do? Throw a parade? Y'all want me to cry? Y'all want me to? Y'all want me to call Paul George and thank him for finally doing what he's supposed to do? He did his job. He did his job. Congratulations, Paul George. You did your job. Congratulations. That's what we expected you to do. Playoff P. That's your name, right? But you had a lot of instances where it was pandemic P. Pandemic. Not playoff P. Preposterous P. Put the damn sticks down, P. Please don't shoot that, P. That's that's <laughs> that's that's what I was seeing, man. And I gotta call it like I see it. It don't matter who it is. If you're not playing good, they're gonna tell you. So yeah, you know, I and I don't always agree with Charles Barkley, but like he said, talking about all oh, Paul George coming out talking about he the most in all players talking about he the most scrutinized player in the league. Get the hell out of here, man. Get the hell out of it. All great players are, are criticized. All greats. Even from the grave, they still talking about Kobe. Somebody tweeting about LeBron right now because he was at the Space Jam uh, premiere last night. And y'all want to talk about who most scrutinized. Get the hell out of here, man. Get the hell out of here, man. Not trying to hear that. Not trying to have no sympathy for Paul George because he couldn't get the job done at the free throw line. Wasn't like he was airballing threes. Or, or missing tough shots. He was hitting clutch shots in the stretch. But he couldn't make free throws. They're free. And he was up there acting like it was the most expensive thing in the world. So I have no sympathy for Paul George. Paul George won't get a hero's welcome or hero's thank you out of me. He won't get no damn sympathy vote pat on the ass for me. No. No. You folded when it really mattered, man. Give a damn about them stats. And I watched. I watched the games. I saw how them games was finishing, man. Come on, man. We're not going to do this. We're not going to act like this stuff ain't happening. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Let's be real here, man. Let's call a spade a spade. Let's call a spade a spade, man. We're not, we not here to lie. Not here to lie. Come on, man. Come on. Let's be real here. Let's be real. Let's be real. God damn Paul George, man. Not trying to hear that, man. Not trying to hear that. Not trying to hold, ho, 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 why you trying to hack my Instagram, man? Ain't, ain't nothing on there. I didn't got that many followers. I didn't even verify. 
relax. But um, all right, we talked about Paul George. Let's 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 talk about Kawhi, man. Cause I, I'm tired of y'all giving Kawhi passes, man. I'm tired of y'all giving Kawhi passes. I'm gonna say it like I feel. I'm gonna call it like I said. He gave up on these boys. He gave up on these boys. Don't even know when the injury happened. We didn't get a full report on the injury. All we know is it was an ACL injury. Okay. ACL injury. I didn't see no brace. Didn't see no crutches. Nothing of that nature. Okay. But it was an ACL injury. Cool, cool, cool. He was watching the game. It wasn't with the team. He was in the the Staples Center, though. I don't even... Were they in the Staples Center? I don't know. Yeah. Watching the game in the the stands with his family all the way up in the rafters like Sting, right? Let that had been LeBron with Savannah and the boys. Oh, Lord. They'll probably still be talking about it here. After the first... If if this happened, like, in the first round, they'd probably still be talking about it here as we're damn near in the finals. Y'all give Kawhi all these passes because he's weird and don't talk and... Don't laugh, robot man. Hey, oh, oh, what he, what he do? What he say? Uh, hey, 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 everybody. No, nah, man, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not. No, no, no. You supposed to be down there with your team, man. Come on, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of giving dudes passes, man, and moving the goalposts for some dudes, and and not giving uh dudes all the. No, nah, man. Kawhi, Kawhi gonna get these bars, man. Come on, man. How, how you so hurt that you can't play? But you you can move up and down the damn arena and climb steps and, and do all this, but you can't play. You got a chance to go to the finals again. First time with the Clippers and you can't play. Something ain't right, man. Something ain't right. He gave up on these boys, man. He gave up on them. He gave up on them. That's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. But enough about the Clippers, man. How about the Suns? How about the Suns? Congratulations to the Devin Booker hooped. You know, we we got to see the Chris Paul effect again, but y'all gonna stop acting like this man has some type of astronomical numbers or something like that. He was he's a grandpa and he hooped that way, but he was effective. So, but I'm not about to give this man a medal of honor or something like that. No, that's not happening. Congratulations to Chris Paul though, you know. Went to OKC and got them to the playoffs and then came here. Came there with the Phoenix and helped them get to the finals. Yeah, congratulations to him, the coach, everybody. Congratulations, man. I think they were indeed the best team in the West. You know, you, you take out LeBron in the first round. Second round. What are they playing in the second round? Was it the Jazz? Yeah, 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 yeah. Made easy work of the Jazz. You know, everybody thought the Jazz was going to go do it. No. Then you get you get to the, you go back to L.A. And you got to play the Clippers. So you get the Clippers out of there in six. Congratulations to, to the Suns, man. For real. Congratulations to the Suns. They, they, you know, they do have a chance to win it all. They definitely do. They have a solid, a great chance to win it all, for sure. But I, Eric doesn't want to see that, though. I'll be completely honest with you, man. If the Bucks go to the finals, I'm not watching that, man. So we won't be talking about the finals of the Bucks. I'm gonna let y'all know that now. I'm not watching that, dog. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I would much rather watch the Hawks and the Suns. I would. I would much rather watch that. I feel like that would be a make for a better, entertaining series. The two younger teams going up against each other. You know, Devin Booker, Trey Young, Trey Young, Chris Paul, and you know, Aiton, Collins, Gallinari, Herder, all them guys. Jay Crowder, all the, I would much rather see that series. I do, I do not want to see Giannis in the finals. I'm so sorry. I just don't want to watch. Who wants to see Milwaukee? Who wants to keep going back to Milwaukee for games? Nobody. Much rather do Phoenix in Atlanta. Atlanta would be nice. Nobody wants to go to born-ass Phoenix and born-ass Milwaukee for a series. Don't want to see that on my television. I'm sorry. Sorry, that's that's just how I feel about that situation. I'm so sorry, but I don't want to see that, man. I don't want to see that. Don't want to see it. So speaking of the Bucks, last night they came out. I think they were up by 25 at you know different points of the game. They 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 handled the Hawks, man. They came out. I was so first of all, I was watching 
the Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat versus on the television. And then I had the Hawks game playing on the Mac. But eventually, by the midpoint of the second quarter, I was just watching the versus, man. Because the Hawks, they came out flat. They didn't come out with the energy they had in um, game four. They didn't. They didn't come out with that energy. The energy they had in Game Four was like, "Yo, we gonna win without Trey. We gonna get Trey one. We gonna we gonna keep it under under control while he out." But this this time they came out and it's like, "Oh, they don't got Giannis. We don't got Trey. Right, we can just play, however, and expect something good to happen." You can't do that, man. This was the one you were supposed to take advantage of. This was a big game. If you win Game Five, you go you go back home for Game Six. You may have Trey. Who's to say if they have Giannis? And there, there it is. You could have got it done in six. Now you got to force a game seven. And then you force a game seven. Then you got to go back to Milwaukee and finish it there. You know, this was this was a big, big, big swing of momentum right here, man. Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez, they was hooping, for their, hooping out their souls last night. And, and, and I saw it from the, from the beginning, man. The Hawks, they couldn't get a rebound. They were getting bullied in the paint, just getting out-rebound. And the Bucks, they were just the shots were falling. All the shots were falling. The Hawks, they could not get in the groove. They came out flat. They didn't come out with that energy. They did they didn't have any energy. It looked like they weren't up for this game. Like they didn't want to play. Like they didn't want to play. None of the energy they had the other night was there. And that was a problem. And it showed, man. It showed. They didn't hustle. They weren't hustling. They were getting out hustled. Out muscled. Just bullied. Straight up bully ball. That's what it looked like to me. Straight up bully ball. Straight up bully ball. So, yeah, man, they 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 gotta they gotta well obviously they gotta win game six, but they gotta come out with some energy, man. Hopefully they have Trey. Hopefully. But if they don't, I don't know, man. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to dig deep. They're gonna have to dig deep. But I, I'm I'm glad that Giannis is okay. You know, there's no structural damage. With him because that injury looked really nasty. But yeah, you look at this series. You look at the Bucks. The Bucks, you know, Kyrie got hurt. They were down 2 0. They were in trouble. Then, you know, that series turned. And, you know, they, they come into this series. Trey gets hurt. Then Giannis gets hurt. And it's like, all right, well, we both got black eyes, right? We, we fighting. We both got black eyes. We both got one eye closed. You know, we both can't see. So it's, it's it's a fair fight, man. It's, it is it is what it is, man. Injuries happen. Injuries happen. This isn't the first time that somebody's got hurt in an NBA game at a crucial point in time. It, it happens. It does. So you gotta you gotta adapt. You gotta keep moving. You gotta keep winning. The playoffs don't stop because somebody got hurt. We're not gonna pause the series until Trey and Giannis are healthy and we can play again. That's not how that works, man. We gotta we gotta keep moving. We gotta keep moving. You, you, your, your, your star is only as good as their supporting cast. And Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, and boys stepped up. I mean, look at how Chris Middleton has been playing all playoffs. By the way, since Game One of that Heat game, Chris Middleton has been balling. He's been balling, man. Only as good as as, as, your, as your co-stars and and your supporting cast. That's a fact. That is a fact. But um, I think what game six is Saturday, right? Saturday or Sunday? Saturday night, Saturday night. Yeah, tomorrow night, tomorrow night. Yeah, man, come on, Atlanta. I hope Trey play. I hope Trey plays, man. I really do. I hope we. I hope we can, you know, go out there. But I, I don't want to see him hurt himself more. But this is a game they need him there. They need him. This is crucial. You 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 got to get him out there for game six. You got to get him out there for game six. Especially if Giannis is a no go. For sure, you you, you want to get them out there for Game Six, you definitely do. But I'll be watching, man. That's that, that's the game I'll be watching. I don't think we got any boxing this weekend, so yeah, I'll be I'll be tuned in. We don't got no UFC this weekend. I think the McGregor and um the Dustin fight that's next Saturday, right? Yeah, that's next Saturday. Yeah, I'll be checking that out. Definitely be checking that out. So yeah, we got Game Six tomorrow night, and then um yeah, we we just waiting for the win out of this, and then we'll be in the finals. All right, so let's move on. Get out of the NBA and let's go to the world of boxing. So this past Saturday night we had a double feature, double double feature going on. So first 
Let's talk about um, Javante Davis and Mario Barrios. Man, let's talk about that fight. So Javante Davis, Javante Tank Davis, he won the fight with the stoppage in the 11th round in dramatic fashion. This was an entertaining fight. I was impressed, man. I was very impressed by the way that Tank handled the pressure. You know, it's his first fight at 140. First time being in the ring, you know, fighting somebody, not sparring, but fighting somebody much taller than him and dealing with that and figuring out that puzzle, trying to get in in tight and get inside, you know, getting around that longer reach and, and trying to figure out a way to get inside of Barrios' body and make that fight his fight. Um, it took him a while. He was, he was, he was taking some punches. Definitely was, you know, Barrios is a great fighter. He's somebody I'll be keeping up with. He's young too. First time he, you know, ever touched the canvas and suffered defeat, but hell of an effort, you know, hell of an outing for him. And he made it, he didn't make it easy for Tank at all. Did not make it easy. Um, But, you know, Tank showed me that he can really box. Something that I already knew. You know, a lot of people didn't know that. Tank can box. He's not just, a, he's not a brawler or, you know, he can box, man. He can box. He showed me that. Um, but the but the, I think the, the most important thing that I saw was that the, the, the power did, in fact, travel up to 140 with him. You know, the, the, you know, that was something that people asked. I asked that question, you know, will the power come up with him? And it did. He looked great. The power was there, man. And, you know, it was, it was a good showing of power in boxing IQ. Um, Barrios, he outlanded Tank through the first four rounds, and then Tank took over from there. You know, like I said, I give credit to Barrios, um, though, because I definitely thought it was over in the eighth round. I thought it was over. I I thought Tank was going to close the show, and there was a lot of time left after the knockdowns. I thought it was a wrap. I didn't think it was over, but Barrios showed heart and courage, man. He recovered. And lasted three more rounds. I didn't. I didn't see that coming, bro. I thought the fight was over. I thought the fight was over. So he's a tough fighter. A tough fighter would definitely be around. Um, within coming years, a couple months, you know, for sure. Um, you know, I love the dynamic between Tank and Floyd. Even though people will stand, will still find a way to hate on it, man. You know, that's that's just Floyd's guy, bro. He's in his corner, not officially, but he's always going to be in the corner. And I don't think that Tank's um, corner has a problem with that. I don't think they find it distracting. They work together. They they know they know him. They know Tank, man. Tank loved that man. That's just that's just the, one of the big figures in his life. It is what it is. And Floyd know what he's talking about. It's not like it's somebody that don't know what they're talking about. They're just belligerent and just saying anything. No. Floyd told it, man, yo, you down on the unofficial. You down on unofficial. You got to go close the show. You got to go close the show. You got to go separate yourself from this man now. Go do it. And he did it. And he did exactly that. And he closed the show. So, um, Javante, he looked good at 140. And we know that Josh Taylor right now holds all the cards at 140. And Tank still has unfinished business at 135. So, Ryan Garcia, he came out on Twitter, um, was that Wednesday and said that he wants to fight tank this year. You know, I'm glad he said that not because I want to see the Ryan Garcia fight. No, no, no. The, the, the back half of what he said, I wanted to agree with. I need to see tank back in the ring by November or December. He's too young to be fighting once a year, man. I'm sorry. He, he is too youthful to only be fighting once a year. You didn't get hurt in this fight. You, you know, not nothing, no injuries that we know of. So you should be back in the ring. By Christmas time, Thanksgiving between Thanksgiving and Christmas time, you gotta you gotta give me one more before the year is out. I'm not saying you gotta take the biggest fight in the world, but it would be nice to see you in another big pay per view situation. But I will tell you what, you better not go fight no scrub and try to charge y'all. Better not try to you know charge seventy dollars for that, cause I won't be paying for it again. Y'all better go find him somebody you know of of at his level. And I guess you know I think that we all would like to see. The Ryan Garcia fight. And I think that now, more than any time, will be the best time. Because, you know, it's 2021. Like I said, Tank just did what he had to do at 140. I don't think he's going to be at 135 much longer. But I'll tell you why he could be in a moment. But I don't think he's going to be at 135 much longer. 
And what better way to close the 135 chapter than to go against the guy that everybody wants to see you against, the guy that you have already you have already had words with. We all know the history that you have right now, and we know the history between his people and Floyd's pe- and Floyd. Why not, man? This is the time to do it. You want to get it over with this year and then move up to 140 permanently next year and get ready for maybe a, a, a big fight with Josh Taylor next May? Who knows? If, if if it was a perfect world, that's how it would go. But we know that's not the world we live in, especially boxing, because the the world of boxing is nothing close to perfect. We know that. We know that. We know that. So, I don't care who Tank Tank fights this year, honestly. But he better he better be back in the ring. He's too young to be fighting once a year. Now, will that fight happen at one thirty five or one forty? I think physically. It's time for Tank to move up and stay at 140, but money-wise, you know, the money fights for him are, excuse me, are 135 right now. I mean, you look at it. You look at Ryan Garcia, Vasily Lomachenko, who we're going to talk about, um, Teofimo Lopez, Devin Haney. You know, there's a lot of money and, you know, a lot of fights to be made at 135. At 135, there's a lot of money. Lots of money to be made. Lots of pay-per-view money to have. To be made in 2021 and 22. You never know. You never know. But like I said, man, I think physically it's almost time for Tank to be at 140 and maybe move up higher within the coming years. But we'll see. We'll definitely see. So speaking of Lomachenko, he also fought. You know, that was a, that was another fight that I was in. I had to, I had the Loma fight on the TV and the Tank fight on the Mac because you know I had to, I had to do do double duty. So it was Vasily Lomachenko versus um. Nakamayosha, excuse me. Um, damn, I, I knew how to put Nakatani. Um, so taking place almost simultaneously, uh, almost simultaneously, Lomo was fighting over on ESPN Plus. So honestly, I didn't catch um, most of the early rounds of the Davis and Barrios fight because I had the Lomo fight on the TV and the other one, you know, their fight on my Mac, like I said. Um, but Loma looked back, you know, you know, I'll be starting by saying that Loma. Went the distance with Nakatani, and Loma did not. I, you know, I I hate to do that, but that it's the truth. That's that's what happened. Um, so you know, Loma looked back to be back in prime form. You know, making light work of his opponent. He was using his awkward angles and catching Nakatani from, you know, different angles with punches from all different directions. Um, the fight started off with an accidental headbutt. You know, that had blood gushing from the top of Loma's hairline all the way down to his chin. You know, big shout out to the corner and the cut man for not letting that get out of control. Because it's, that happened in the first round. And I thought, oh, man, I hope they don't stop this for this. And we don't get a good fight or it, it really affects Loma and he ends up losing this fight or something like that. But it didn't. That didn't happen. You know, the cut may have. Honestly, the cut may have added a sense of urgency um, to Loma. Or, you know, maybe the fact that Teofimo Lopez's daddy was there. You know, or the fact that Lopez Lopez didn't knock this man out. Whatever drove Loma to throw 18 straight power punches to close the show, he did that, you know. <laughs> whatever whatever the motivation was, man, he, he, he closed the show. I mean, listen, man, he landed 89 of 152 power punches. That's 58.6%. That's passing in boxing. That's a passing grade. You 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 throwing over fifty five percent and land you you land over fifty five percent of your power punches you you hurting somebody they feeling you you know what I mean they feeling you right there um so you know Loma showed that he is indeed back and that the loss to Teofimo may have may maybe maybe I'm not saying this is a guarantee but may have been a glitch a glitch in the matrix who knows who knows it may have been. Um, you know, that remains to be seen as Lopez's daddy says, once he gets past the mandatory, then they'll give Loma a rematch. Now, I didn't expect that. Honestly, I didn't, especially the way things are going right now with, with the fight with um Gambosos not being officially redated yet and what the timetable on that's looking like and what goes on with that fight. But they say after that, then they'll give Loma the rematch and then, you know, it's it's surprising. It's like, well, damn, you know, would Loma have given him the rematch? But no, 
you why would you give a challenge at a rematch? You no, know, the champion who loses the belt should always get the rematch, in my opinion. Nobody gives the challenge a rematch. That's not you no, know, that's poverty right there. You don't do that. You don't do that. So yeah, man, let's 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 roll. Let's roll with that. Let's get that let's get that cracking by um early twenty twenty two if we can't get it this year. You right? If if we can't get it at the end of twenty twenty one, which I would like to get that what like if 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 Teofimo Lopez would have fought this month, we probably would have gotten that fight by Christmas time. But we know things cannot be done the way we want them to be done. <sighs> so one more thing, I'm gonna get you guys out of here. Let's talk about a couple of these. Um, I'm not going to stay on this long. I just wanted to get a couple things off the chest. Look, man, I, I told you guys that these off-season NFL lists they don't matter. They don't matter. They're all make believe. I told I told you guys about that. I tell you guys about the power rankings. All that stuff is make believe. It's fake news, man. You telling me they made a list of the top fifty players in NFL and somehow Lamar Jackson wasn't on the list? Come on. You telling me they making a quarterback list and somehow multiple lists? Tom Brady is better than Aaron Rodgers. Somebody put Kirk Cousins on a top ten list. How the hell did Kirk Cousins get on somebody's top 10 list? Eric has no idea. They've been doing, I've seen like at least five top five running back lists. And Aaron Jones hasn't been on any of them. And ladies and gentlemen, he sees it. He sees it. And he's pissed. I'm so happy because I cannot wait to take him in the first round of the fantasy draft. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be a special season for 33. I saw a list of top. Some wide receivers, Devontae Adams wasn't on the list. Don't know how Devontae Adams, the best receiver in football, wasn't on that list. I saw a list of the top five uh, edge pass rushers. Zadarius Smith wasn't on that list. And I, I got to go back to the Lamar. If Lamar. How is Lamar Jackson, former unanimous MVP, not on your top 50 players? You're telling me there are 50 players that you can name off the top of your head or, or or after you curate this list and sit down, sit your ass down and curate this list. You're telling me there's 50 players better than Lamar Jackson. You are you are out your rabbit ass mind if you think that, legitimately think that. So all of you PFF, whoever your, your, your interns are all over there or your so-called analysts are, I need y'all to go back and check the numbers again. Because I think, no, matter of fact, don't check the numbers. Because I feel like that's where a lot of this comes Y'all just look at do y'all just look at numbers? Do y'all actually watch football over there? I'm starting to think none of these analysts will actually watch the game because I'm a, I was offended when I saw LT's top five running back list because how you gonna put coming into the season how you gonna put Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey on this list when they can't even they couldn't even finish last season? Has Saquon Barkley played a full season yet? With all due respect, you can't put two injury come two guys coming off an injury. On the top five list and not going to put Aaron Jones on the list after he just had one of the best seasons of his career. I can't wait, man. I cannot. I can't wait. Y'all got these dudes messed up, man. Seriously. Y'all got them. Y'all got them thoroughly, thoroughly confused, man. Y'all can't be watching. You can't be. There's no way y'all actually watching. There's no way. But like I, I like I tell you, man, don't there's there's no reason if you're fans of these players to really be upset, man, because it's all make believe, man. It's all make believe, man. Like like yesterday, Gridon uh BR Gridon Gridon talking about Devon, apparently whoever Jeremy Fowler is at ESPN, Devontae Adams is expected to discuss massive deal with the Packers, making him the highest paid, and then Devontae Adams comments cap. I just it's just so unfortunate, man. Like, come on, man. If y'all stories ain't straight, come on, man. Come on, man. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? What are we doing? What are we? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand why they do these things, man. Don't understand. But on Monday, I can tell you what to look forward to, man. We're going to talk about the Shakari Richardson situation. We're definitely going to be talking about it. it's a lot of it's a lot of funny business going on over there with the Olympics as it pertains to black women. We will we will be talking about that on Monday. That's what we'll be kicking off, kicking the show off with. So 
We'll be talking about that on Monday. Um, we'll talk about the whatever happens this weekend with the Hawks and the Bucks, of course, and um, a couple, you know, a couple other things that I'll be discussing. But um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Um, yeah, one time for them, man. Thank you guys, as always. Um, thank you guys for listening, man. I'll have some fresh YouTube content for you this week, maybe. Definitely try to keep that up. Um, thank you guys, you know, for over 100 followers again. I mean, 100 subscribers again, man. Make sure you guys keep listening to the podcast, man. Keep listening, man. Keep tuning in week in, week out. Thank you guys once again. Um, Yeah, man, have a great weekend. I hope everybody has a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys on Monday, hopefully. If not Monday, Tuesday. All right, I'll say that. If not Monday, Tuesday. But um, I'm Eric Lyons, and for the 151st time, you have just been electrified.